Turn in the word of God again, please, to the Song of Solomon and that chapter that we read and have spoken upon earlier, chapter 2, and especially the verse 2, if I could read it again and give a few thoughts, the Lord, to help us. As the lily among thorns, so is my love among the daughters. Uh, Here we are told by the Lord Jesus what he is thinking concerning his bride, the church, the believers. He spoke about himself, as I said in verse 1, and now he's speaking about his bride to encourage her and to woo her. I want you to notice, first of all, where the believer is in this verse. The lily among thorns and the beloved among the daughters. That's what we are to the Lord. The lily and the beloved. And the world and all others, they're just the thorns. If you go into the imagery of women and daughters, they're just the daughters. It's a bit of a different imagery from from the garden and the field. But the similar parallelism, the believer is, is the beloved, the one loved and cherished among the daughters. The one who is the bride, just as a man, you know, all the daughters of men, but there's his bride, the one he's chosen, chosen to love and promised to love and will love and does love. And that's Jesus to you. And you are among thorns. That's where he found you. You were hurt, cut in a place of uncleanness because thorns cut and there's blood and there's stench and there's clotting and all of this ugliness. The the thorn bush The result of the curse. We are among thorns. We are among sinners. We are sinners among sinners. And we are depraved. And unclean. And Jesus found us. He found you. Yes, you were in the wild place. And you were maybe hurt. And you had been hurt by sinners. And sin had hurt you. You had been cut and torn and mistreated by the thorns and the sins and people are so hurt aren't they when they grow up life and they're so destroyed early on through sin and depravity and sometimes it's the depravity of other people and the abuse that has been given to them and it has twisted their minds and their hearts and deformed them and many of us have that story the lily among thorns But Jesus found us. He found us. And we're still among thorns, aren't we? Read the Psalms. How David complains about the the briars and the thorns of this world. How they cut him and hurt him. He's in the midst of the wicked. Think of the Christ himself on the cross, surrounded by all the thorns. It wasn't just the thorns on his head enclosing him. But he's surrounded by all the thorns of men. Pricking him, prodding him, cutting him, hurting him. He was the lily among thorns, but he's not talking of himself. 
He sees his people as the lily among thorns. And then we're, we're among the daughters. And, and the daughters, maybe they profess, maybe they have a form of religion, but they don't really belong to the Lord and they don't have true faith and they're not his beloved and he doesn't have his love upon them, but my love, my, my love among all the daughters of men. So that's where we are. As I say, he loves us. He favors us. He, he chooses. He elects. And then notice secondly what the believer is to Christ. Because this is an unusual thing, as I've already hinted at in the sermon, the lily. And he said, I'm the lily. And then he says, the lily among thorns. So he views his spouse as the lily too. And of course, we're not that by nature. We are part of the fall and of the curse as well. And it's only Christ, our Savior, who saves us out of that, who begins the transformation. The Lord doesn't see us for what we are. This is the thing. He sees us for what we are to become through his grace. And that's what he means by this. You're, you're my lily among the thorns. You don't look too much. You don't look in a good place. You don't look very attractive. Nobody can see it. But I can see it. I can see what I'm going to make you. I can see it through the everlasting covenant. I know what you're going to become. You're the lily to me. I'm going to make you like myself. Fragrant. Beautiful. The Lord's going to do that. Imagine that he would love us to do that for us. So what you're to become, what he's going to make you in his love and grace. And then, my beloved. That's the, the name for the spouse. That's the name you just give your wife type of thing. You know, the, the word that only the one favored and chosen and in covenant with you gets, my love. And he, the Lord talks like that to us. You're my love. I love you. I've chosen you. I bring you into the marriage with me. I give you the covenantal ring. The token of the covenant. As this is, the token of the covenant. I give you it. As you're mine. You belong to the Lord. We chose him, but he first chose us, you see. That's the order, isn't it? And you're here because you love him and I want you to be assured he loves you too. He calls you my love. And I call you so many things in this book. It's a wonderful book. My dove, my undefiled, my spouse, my sister. And then thirdly, there's a hint here how Christ obtained us. Lily among thorns. The love among the daughters. How did he get her? How did he get her among the thorns? How did he get her among the daughters? There's an implication here. He's going to get us. He's a gatherer of lilies, this book tells us. I go down to gather my lilies. He gathers us. How does he get us? Well, we know how he got us out of the thorn bush. He had to go into it. He had to be tore and cut, bruised and battered and shed his blood. He went in head first, crown of thorns, crown of thorns on his head. He goes in head first for the body, for the lily, for the bride. Head first. That's our Lord. He suffered for our sins. He suffered to attain us. 
He shed his blood to gain us, to purchase us. Think about that. How he loved us. How we'd run away from thorns. We get one thorn in our finger. Oh, you know, moan and groan, we complain. But the Lord was saturated with thorns, marred more than any man. We cannot see all that he was pierced with, wounded and pierced. So getting the lily out of the thorn bush wasn't easy. You remember the ram? Isaac was going to die, but there was a ram that had his head caught in the thorn bush in the thickets. Now this is Jesus. So that we, as Isaac, might go free. He puts his head under the thorn bush and he pushes back all the thorns and he makes a space and he makes a way and he brings his Isaac out delivered and free. He redeemed us. This is what Jesus has done at the cross. So he died for us. But then this love among the daughters. What is this? Well, he had to woo us, didn't he? He had to come to us. He had to make a choice. That's going to be my bride. I'm going to date her. I'm going to go out with her. I'm going to choose her. I'm going to woo her. I'm going to win her. And so he wooed us. Among the daughters. Us. There are so many other daughters about. So many other sinners in the world. But he wooed us. He wooed you. With the gospel. He says come unto me. I want you to come to me. Look at my wounds. Look what I've done for you. Listen to the warnings. I'm calling you. I'm, I, I'm wanting to win you. And he called and he called. And we were stubborn and we struggled and we resisted. And we didn't want to know. We didn't think he was beautiful really. But he won us. He won us. Bless his name. He won us. And we love him. And we want to be like him. And we want to be with him. And we do want to feel him. Help us to please thee, Lord, and help us to love thee as you have loved us. So how, how, he, how he has obtained us. So let's, let's take this feast then in a way that we can show our love to him. Let us commune with his body and blood by faith and tell him that we love him. And that we are thankful for that eternal life that he has promised us. Through his sacrifice. And the forgiveness of all our sins. This is my blood shed for the remission of your sins. So, so much so. Let's, let's do this thoughtfully and heartily and worship our Redeemer.